All right, so you are Black Eye, but what is your real name? Valerie Powell. All right, so Valerie, Black Eye, it's a discoloration of the skin around the eye resulting from a blow, bruise, a mark of shame, dishonor. It's a damaged, also a damaged reputation. So can you talk about your personal, personal connection to this word? Yes, um, I had 11 black eyes before I was 19. Um, the first guy that I went with um, told me he loved me and um, every time I turned around, that's the way he showed it. Um, I would run away to get away from him, and he'd find me and lock me in the attic. And um, tell me that he's not going to do it anymore. To we'd be walking down the street and I'd say something wrong, and um, he slammed my head up against the uh, parking meter. Um, and then put me in the attic, bring my food up to feed me. And I was living in the house of hell before I knew it. Um, I grew up and my mom took care of us and my dad wasn't there, so I believe I was in search of somebody who loved me um, and I chose an older man or he chose me. And um, I grew up um, way before my time. And I got into hair school and was living with him. And every time I turn around, I'm putting on more makeup to cover up the damage and the hurt of his love. Um, today, I still had to wear makeup. I just put some on. I'm cute, right? <laughs> uh, but the older I got, the more I can see uh, all of the damage that was done after all of the hurt and pain that I went through. Um, my niece has found me laid on the ground, um, laid on, on the couch, with bruises, blood draining down my head into my ear. That time I had um, broken ribs too. And um, they said if I wouldn't have got there in an hour, I would be dead. So, yeah. And then I would be drugged back uh, into his attic into a relationship that I was fearful of. And for a long time, um, I thought that was love. I haven't really found that yet, but I've been able to protect 
myself and understand that that's not how you show love. And when you see signs like that, you know, to start getting away and remove the number so that you're no longer in contact with someone that will do that to you. And not only physically, it's mentally and spiritually. I still wear those scars today, but I do know that I am beautifully made and I've learned how to love myself. Who is there to help you through this? I am a recovering addict. And I found a sponsor who belie who believes in me. And um, after finally getting away from him, I trusted that my family loved me. Yeah, so um, I've been going to the program for 22 years. And I have a lot of family through the fellowship that instill morals and dignity, uh, working the steps and understanding that that's not how you live and um, believing in myself and trusting that I, I am a beautiful person and I don't have to hurt or kill myself or allow anyone else to. And after all that, I um, was able to finally, I, I was never able to have kids, or at least that's what they told me when I was younger. And I have a daughter. Uh, after um, 38 years, uh, I wasn't able to get pregnant, but God saw fit for me to have a child. And my decisions are based on allowing her to see a, a productive citizen and a proud mother today. So um, my thoughts are different. So she helped me too. And I try to get up to work and go and do what I need to do and learn as much as I can to show her what she needs to do to make it in this world. So earlier you said that it was, um, you were maybe up seeking love is how you ended up in that relationship? You were looking for love? My, my father wasn't around, so I, I yearned that. Um, so I was um, searching for him and, and me, and, and um, that was just one of them. So what does love look like to you now? Love looks like God. Somebody that helps me breathe freely and loves me just for me. Loves look, look like 
my daughter coming into my room and asking me a question and giving me a hug just because. Loves looked like me taking care of my mother before she passed for 11 years. Just because that was my mother. So how important do you think it is to have a father? It's very important. And I've uh, recently reconnected with him and uh, we have a better relationship today. And, it, and I learned that it wasn't because he didn't love me. It was just because of the things that life put in front of you don't, don't allow you to connect for whatever reason. Is your daughter's father in her life? Sometimes I don't want him to be. <laughs> but yes, he is. We're not together. We didn't make it, and that's okay. But he loves her, and I know that, so I trust him with her. And um, he'll be to get her today, spend some time with her. So when you said sometimes life just doesn't happen or that your father was not in your life, what was that? What are those things that caused him to be absent? Uh, I didn't ask him. It just seemed like uh, him and my mother didn't make it. He went his way, and she was there left to raise us. Uh, he came through, but he didn't stay. And he was speaking going out the door. So uh, he has another wife, and she's a nice person. We recently got closer. Um, and I can't really say that it was based on her, the reason why he wasn't there. I just know that I didn't spend the time that I needed or, should I say, wanted to with him. I didn't have that luxury. Um, so I, I, I just, I think that, I wanna say that him being there might have changed things. I don't really know. But I, I wanted him to be. How did your mom, how did your mother handle it? She just took care of us the best she could. I mean, when you were going through your situation with, with the man who was abusing you? Well, she was a young mother. She um, did her, um, she, she told him don't put his hands on me, but you know, I had, uh, I moved out by the time I was 15. I was over there living with him. And um, she was younger and doing her, and she had to work. And so it was, um, she was there, but it wasn't in the protective manner to stop that from happening. So you were 15 when you left the house? Yes, I was I was 15. And I lived and stayed with him and his family uh, for four years, and then running away, going back home, and hiding over my family house. And he would find me and, and bring me back and put me in the attic until I could try to get out or he um, want to go in outside, so. 
how old was he? He was eight years older than me, so I was 15, he was 21, 22. Yeah. What do you think that would look like? What would you have done if that, if your daughter at the age of 15? Uh, I, I'm sorry, Father God, the killing. If she wanted to leave at 15. No, that's not happening. She know I'm very protective. She can't. She says I'm a um, a helicopter mom. <laughs> yeah, but I know that you know um, things can happen, and if I'm not present in her life, uh, it, it could go out wrong. So I try to make sure that we talking, uh, communicating, and she had to call me. Uh, I got the ring on, I look and see her getting on the bus, and when she get on the bus, I call her to make sure she on the bus. She be like, I'm here, mama. <laughs> so I can go on to work and uh, relax and make sure my day okay. I don't want to get a head start for somebody to have a st head start, and she's not where she's supposed to be. People snatching kids, and whew, I couldn't handle it. So, yeah. How old is she? She's 15 now. Oh, she's 15. So, oh, yes. she's your, she's the exact age that you left Yes, her yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. Okay, well, thank you for sharing your story. That was a lot. Thank you. <laughs>